Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 46 Mandatory Paid Sick Leave. My name is Thomas Rock Lindsay, and I'm your small business buddy, instructor, and servant. I'm here to help you thrive in your role as an employer. This is where small business owners gain employer intelligence in around seven minutes every Tuesday and Thursday. If you have employees in one of the many jurisdictions with some form of mandatory paid time off and you qualify based on your number of employees, which for example is every employer in California, then you must have at least the mandated minimum policy in place. We'll learn more about this issue today on Small Biz Brainiac. Let's rock this. Do you have a paid time off policy comprised of either sick, vacation, personal, and or holiday time? Do you split it between each type or do you have it combined into one paid time off policy? If you've got them combined into one and you're subject to a mandatory sick leave law, then I suggest you separate them. You want the mandated paid time to be a separate policy with its own accrual and tracking and you want it showing up on your employees' pay stubs apart from the vacation and holiday policies to ensure there's no confusion about which category the time off falls under. I mean, it's difficult to manage all the requirements under one policy these days, especially in California where there are laws regulating vacation time. You don't have to offer vacation time in California, but if you do, it's considered wages. And once it's been accrued, you have to either pay it out or the employees have to use it. Now, combine that with their paid sick leave law And you can see how trying to manage it all under one PTO policy is way too confusing. Now, this is frustrating because the reason many employers went to a single PTO policy in the first place was to simplify the administrative aspects of managing a paid time off program. In the last episode, I quoted the DOL, the U.S. Department of Labor, as saying that California, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Rhode Island, and Connecticut have passed paid family and medical leave or earned sick day laws. But I should know not to trust the government website as being current. So let me give you a more comprehensive look at the states and cities that have mandatory paid sick leave. There are nine states plus the District of Columbia that have laws requiring you to allow your employees to use the paid sick leave that they already have, that you already offer, in cases where a family member becomes ill, rather than just for their own illness. In Connecticut, California, Massachusetts, and Oregon, these are the only states in the nation with a statewide paid sick leave law. And these laws also include paid safe days, which are days that can be used if your employee has to take time off to deal with the results of domestic violence, sexual assault, stalking, or harassment. There are 19 cities with paid sick leave ordinances that allow employees to use this time for recovery from short-term illnesses, care for sick family members, or to get routine medical care. And eight of those cities also allow some version of the same type of safe days as I just mentioned. Now, San Diego recently passed a paid sick leave ordinance that takes effect later this year. And Pittsburgh passed an ordinance that was ruled invalid by a county court judge, so that one's on hold pending an appeal. And then eight other jurisdictions have passed ordinances that take effect later this year and in 2017 and 2018, and that includes uh, Los Angeles and Chicago. Chicago is now the 
34th jurisdiction and the third most populous city to have a paid sick leave law. So what is the impact of these state and local laws? Well, I've seen firsthand how small businesses in California are dealing with their mandatory paid sick leave. Many of them already have PTO policies that provide better benefits than the state and local laws require, so for them it's not a big deal. But if these laws continue to expand, they'll have to start doing what some of the other employers are having to do, which is to reduce the number of vacation days and redesignate them as paid time off days. That is until mandatory vacation time laws arrive. And for those employers who don't already offer anything, well, they're struggling to afford the mandated minimums. Usually when an employer doesn't offer any kind of PTO, it isn't because they're ogres. It's because their financial situation just doesn't allow them to. But they have to find a way to afford it because noncompliance will cost a lot more. Compliance can be very tricky when you have to deal with state laws plus uh, local ordinances. Uh, Continuing to use California as an example, let's look at the difference between the state law and the city of Los Angeles' ordinance. The California state law took effect 7-1-2015, and the LA ordinance took effect last week on 7-1-16, but only if you have 26 or more employees. It takes effect on 7-1-17 if you have 25 or fewer, so by 7-1-17, every employer will have to comply. The state law excludes certain employers, while the LA ordinance includes every employer. Under the state law, you can take time off if someone in one of these six relationship categories experiences a permitted use. However, the LA ordinance expands the definition of those relationships to include even more people. The accrual and use methods and the caps are different with the LA ordinance, providing a more generous benefit than the state law. So compliance is going to become very difficult as more and more cities and states follow suit. Now, if you're covered by one of these laws or ordinances, then you need to review your existing sick leave policy and either implement a new policy or revise your existing one. And you need to post the required notices in all applicable languages and provide them to your employees as required. You also need to train your supervisors, managers, and make sure your payroll system is tracking the accrual and the use of the paid sick leave. Well, there you have it. Let's recap. With all of these new local and state paid leave laws and ordinances coming into effect, it's time to review your current policy, separate out the sick time from the rest of your PTO categories, and get your policy into compliance. 34 jurisdictions now have some form of mandatory paid sick leave And you can bet there will be more coming soon, so keep an eye out for new laws in your city and state. Be sure to communicate the new policy to everyone, and don't forget to provide employees with the required notices. If you have any questions or if you need any assistance with your paid time off policy or with any other employer-related issue, please reach out to me. It's so easy. You just go to the website, smallbizbrainiac.com, ask your question from the homepage, or reach out to me on the contact page. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac.